Oh my god, he did what? Yeah, he sucks. But he's so hot. This is Hot and Horrible. Hi, friends and lovers. Hey, how's it going, Emily? So good. I'm so excited today because we have our first guest. Yes, we do. Can you introduce yourself? Absolutely. My name is Anna Luttrell, and I live in Nashville with Emily and Andre. I'm 23, about to turn 24. Um, what else do you want to know about me? I know everything about Anna. <laughs> Emily does know everything about me. <laughs> I worked in an office with Anna. If anyone has worked in an office, probably many of you have, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. But um, Anna and I would just talk about the craziest stuff in our office, like next to all the boomers. What kind of stuff would you say? Well, I would be in there like... <laughs> Oh, I fucked like blah blah blah. Like <laughs> most of it revolved around mostly bad, sometimes good dating experiences. Yeah, exactly. But I met Anna um, almost two years ago, right? Or two years ago? Over two years. ago. Over two years ago. You're when right. I was in college, wow. we met virtually because of the pandemic. Yeah. We did um, anti hunger advocacy together. No way. Yeah. 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 I remember the first day that I met Emily in person because over when we knew each other virtually, we couldn't really, you know, like you, you can't really get to know like people really, really well, like through Zoom. And the first day we went to the office together, the first thing Emily said, she sits down and she had been on this crazy date. <laughs> she started telling me this crazy story. And I was like totally taken back because I had never like seen this side of her and she was just like disheveled and distraught to say the least about this. I was permanently disheveled in that office. Yeah, like maybe I don't we know were. if y'all have seen the meme where the raccoon emerges from the dumpster and it just like shoves the door open. If you have okay, we need to post it we'll now post that, that I said it. But that was me in the office. Yeah. Yeah. That was like I was almost there. Yeah. But Anna, okay, you're our first guest, um, and we have a game to play with you. Oh, I love games. This is great. So we don't know what it's called yet, but it's hot or horrible or not ignorable. <laughs> I don't know. That's so stupid. But we'll think of something better. Okay. It's like hot or not. Oh, oh, okay, but yeah. hot and horrible or not. Or not. Or not. And okay. So that has to be both. It's either, well, no, oh my well, gosh. Well, it's hot and horrible or not. Or not. Or hot not. and horrible. Yeah. Okay, okay. And okay. these are characters from TV shows and movies. Okay, Anna. Scar from Lion King. Hot and horrible, 100%. Yes. Okay. Noah Flynn from The Kissing Booth. Oh, he was the, the really hot guy, right? Mm-hmm. Who was also kind of horrible. I yeah. would say hot and horrible. Okay, cool. Edward from Twilight. Oh my God, that's so complicated. <laughs> Y'all, I recently recently watched Twilight for the first time in my entire life. Recently? With Emily. Yeah, this year. Well, technically it was 2022. And seeing this, seeing it with the eyes of an adult and never having had watched it as a child, it blew my mind away in, in every way possible. And I guess, I don't think he's hot and horrible. He definitely has some moments where he's hot and horrible and he gets a little controlling and aggressive. Mm. But I would say overall... He's hot, but he's not horrible. Okay. Hot, not horrible. I think Jacob is more hot and horrible than That's Edward. That's interesting. I'm actually team Jacob. Oh, team, oh really? I yeah. was team Jacob, too. I'm team Edward. But I had an Edward shirt. Uh, so that was confusing. That's confusing me. I was me. still 100% team Jacob okay. to this okay. day, actually. 
Next, Massimo Torricelli from 365 Days. <laughs> what? I've never heard of that. Hot and horrible. Okay. You don't know the movie premise? No. You haven't seen the boat sex montage? No. Emily. I, you know I think boats are sexy. It's like episode six of Bridgerton, but like Italian yacht Okay, version. I'm going to watch it Can you it explain tonight. why he's horrible for Emily? He just like doesn't say much, but just like always is kind of like looking at her like, What's his catchphrase? He's like, are you lost, baby girl? Yeah. <laughs> he always goes up. That's like how he comes up to her. And he just always looks like he's up to something bad. And I can't remember the entire movie, but I don't think it really worked out between them. Well, there are three movies. They made three movies of it. I think they ended up working out. Oh, okay. Joe Goldberg from you. Uh, like, horrible. I didn't think he was that hot, though, I don't but think he's hot people think he's hot. He's so horrible that I think it takes away from his hotness, you know? Yeah, okay. he's, a, he's a murderer. Well, the topic of today's podcast is rejection, mm. which is something I've personally struggled with. It's hard, and but it's happened to all of us. Yeah. Multiple yeah. times. Probably. No one can say they haven't been rejected. You can't. No it's, matter how hot you are. That's so true. And like you can be rejected in so many different yeah. ways. I personally struggle with it because of my gifted child complex. <laughs> <laughs> you had a gifted child complex? Yes. Were you in a special class? Yes. I, okay. I've told people this. I'm still humble after this. But... When I was in the third grade, I tested at college-level reading ability. Holy shit. And they wrote an article about me in my local newspaper. And wow. then I had a gifted child complex. So wait. <laughs> that would do it to you. Did you not have to read in college? <laughs> no, I still had to read. Okay. <laughs> okay. I told, yeah, but that's where my fear of rejection comes from, I feel like, because I was on top. And I didn't want to be unseated. But today we're focusing on romantic yes. rejection, which... Maybe the hardest kind of rejection. Yeah, for sure. Anna, let me ask you, do you feel that it's easier to be rejected or to reject someone else? Well, I think my answer is twofold. So I think in the moment, for me personally, it's harder to reject someone in that moment because it takes more energy on your side of things to reject someone you're like trying to think of the wording and like if they didn't really do anything wrong to you they're just like not like it's just like not your vibe then then you feel bad so you're trying to like kind of mitigate some of the negative emotions that they might have but then after you do it you just feel relief and you move on and it's fine but then getting rejected like in the moment at least me I kind of will get just like caught not caught off guard but I'll kind of just be like "Mm, whatever and so in that moment, it's not that bad, but then it's like the days or sometimes weeks that follow that where you're just like, wish you could get that person out of your head and it's just mm-hmm. still bothering you. And so I think that it is worse to be rejected. For sure. How long do you think that time period is between getting rejected and then feeling better about it? Gosh, I mean, I really think that it depends on the person. I think like it's different for everybody and I think there's pressure to get over it really fast. Mm-hmm. And then when that doesn't happen to you, you feel like there's something wrong with you or like you were, you're, you're making it too big of a deal if it was only like a couple of months relationship or whatever. 
And so I think it can be anything. It's just your process. But I do think it's important to keep trying to like be proactive about trying to get over it rather than just like sitting and allowing yourself to just like kind of marinate in the rejection. Yeah, it's hard not to take rejection personally. Super hard. But a lot of the time, it is truly not about you. Like, it's cliche to say, it's not you, it's me. But a lot of the time, it actually isn't you. It is the other person, or it's your incompatibility, or it's bad timing, or whatever. But it is really hard to distance yourself from it and, and not spend that time that you're getting over it thinking like oh my god what did I do wrong like what could I have done differently yes the what if it's the what if what if I had done this what if it would have just been two months later Mm -hmm. what if I would have like been more vulnerable in the beginning Mm -hmm. it's always what if like I did something differently yes 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 exactly I know um oh one of the most terrible things happened to me like I I was hitting it off with this girl right we went on like two amazing dates and maybe the third date, I think. Or it was either the second or third date. Like, I went in to kiss her on the cheek when I dropped her off, right? But she, like, moved for, like, an actual kiss. And so it was, like, half her lips and half her cheek. Oh, no. And I just was like, oh, my God. Like, this is, like, the worst thing ever. I was like, ah, oh, bye. <laughs> and she, like, left. And then after that, I was like, it's done. It's completely done. <laughs> no. And she was like, yeah, I, I don't think we're, like, too compatible. And I was like, ah, oh, if, like... I had just kissed her or if I had just not gone to kiss her on the cheek, everything would have been fine. My worst one. Oof. This is bad, (laughs) y'all. Just say it. I, it was a party that I was having. This man came to my party. This is a medical professional, which I need to say because it's important context. Mm -hmm. Um, We hooked up. I was drunk. I was naked because we had just hooked up. And then he says to me, I don't think we should see each other anymore because we're anatomically incompatible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. Okay. Okay. Hear me out though. He could have been talking about himself. No. What he was (laughs) saying, I later found out because... I'm sad to say I did allow this man back into my life post this. And we did continue seeing each other, which is not good for me. But his tummy was hurting when we were doing missionary. (laughs) And that was I I still don't completely understand y'all, but that was my worst one. Let's move on from that because okay. <laughs> I have so many questions. But I know time. you do. We'll save it for another time because there is a lot there. But Anna, tell us a time that you were rejected and how did you respond to it? Well, you know, I feel like I've since I've moved to Nashville, I've I've I go on a lot of dates. Well, not not right the second, but in in my year and a half, almost two years here, I've been on a lot of dates and I've been on a lot of like second and third dates. So. Also, I'm not dating anyone right now, so I've been I've been rejected like my fair share of times. So everyone should know that you're single. Everyone should know that I'm single and ready to mingle. Yeah, I'm ready to mingle. Come find me at the bar and buy me a drink. Woo. Where can people find you? Which bar? Well, you can find me at Bastion. That's where I've been going lately. Okay, that's a good pick. Yeah, any drink that has gin in it, then I'll love you. That's the key to my heart. Anyways. The most, I don't think I've ever had any like terrible, terrible rejections. Like usually this is what happens to me all the time. Actually, this is like the consistent thing. 
I'll be seeing someone, it's going well, you know, it's week six, week eight, maybe we're even into like verging on three months. And then someone from their previous, like a previous romantic like relationship will walk back into their life and it's like they drop everything and they're like, I'm sorry. It's, and it's the whole, it's, it's not you. It's this other person. Like I didn't expect this to happen. Or like, I think like in the back of their mind, probably what really is happening is that they are expecting that to happen, but they're just burning time, which I personally find disrespectful. And I'm like, if you think that you might get back with someone, be upfront with me about mm. that, which yeah. I have had guys that have been like, said that to me. And I'm like, okay, thanks for, thanks for telling me. But that's typically what happens. And that's what happened the most recent time that I got rejected. That's really rough. Yeah, it is. But then it's kind of like, it does help to be like, okay, well, at least, I mean, you still take it personally, but it does help to be like, okay, well, I guess it wasn't totally about me. I think this goes back to just be honest with people. Yes. Like when you go on a date with someone, if you want to see them again and you have a particular situation that they should know about, just tell them and just let them make a decision about whether that works for them. Yeah. Be honest, be respectful. Anna, I know you have some text messages. (laughs) I love reading my text message to everyone. Can you tell the fans, the friends and lovers about these text messages? Why did you send them? When did you send them? What was your emotional state when you sent them? Yeah. And then we'll unpack it. So this is the this is the most recent time that I was rejected. These are the text messages that correspond with that. And what was happening was I had broken up with someone who I dated for about half a year. And then I just like taking some time to reset. And then I was like, oh, I kind of like want to date some people again. Get back on Hinge. I go the first date that I go on. Like we hit it off as hard to say that because he kind of unnerved me in a lot of ways. He was very argumentative and like very like hot takey. Like, you know, those people who really want to have hot takes mm-hmm. and who really want to show you like how smart they are and how are really, woke they are. yes. And who are really on a mission. And like, it's always like the straight white men who really love to do this, mm-hmm. who really just want to show you that they're a bigger feminist than you are some, somehow. Right. And so it was one of those, one of those people, but like, we did similar work. Like I found him attractive. Like I, I didn't really think he was funny, which is usually like a qualification for me, but I found observing him funny. Like the troll in me found him funny. Even I though he that. himself wasn't actively like cracking jokes. Um, anyway, so we saw each other for, I think it was like two months or something. And then of course what happened was someone who he had dated before who he had mentioned to me a couple of times I think which that is a red flag I think if someone is mentioning people that they've dated in the past just randomly but it keeps coming up more than like one or two times Mm -hmm. I think that's a red flag Mm -hmm. especially so early yes right and then the second red flag too was that he and I think this has happened to me a lot of times before you know when there's a little like you're on your second date you get pretty wasted and then it's like they start talking about things very seriously and like kind of like a love bombing kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know, that's no, that's, that's Rushing never Rushing the emotional right, connection, right. emotional and, intimacy. And alcohol yeah. is always, at least in my experience, the catalyst for that. But, but still red flag. Anyways. So other girl comes back into his life and I'm in London for a while and he like hasn't texted me for 10 days. And I'm kind of like, Oh, this is a bit strange. We usually text every day. 
and I had like asked him to hang out before I left and he like kind of brushed it off but I didn't really think about it while I was in London because I'm like traveling with my friends whatever and so then I get home and I'm like all right it's been like 10 days since he texted me I'm just gonna I'm like no one's gonna ghost me first of all I will confront you you do you do not ghost me if we've been on like five plus dates she's not going with grace I do absolutely not so I'm like hey what's up why are you trying to ghost me I don't think this is cool that's basically what my text said doesn't respond for like a day and then the next morning at 7 a.m I'm getting up going to work I see this text message come through literally seven in the morning telling me about how he's found the person who he's gonna marry he talks about getting married multiple times and I'm just like, oh, my God, like, I'm like, we're like 23, but no shame. But I'm like, this is like, y'all just got back together. But I'm like, OK. And then the kicker, he was like, I hope you can find what I have. Oh, no. And I'm like, fuck you. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> and seriously. I know he meant that, you know, like guys will say things like that and thinking they're being nice. Yeah. Like that they're actually saying something genuine to you. And it actually pisses me off. And so I was like, I cannot let this I cannot just let this go. So I'm just thinking about like how I want to respond because I'm like pissed about it, but not pissed enough to like send him this like super emotional text. Cause like, I just, that wasn't the feelings I had about it. And I'm also just exhausted from the same thing that kind of like happens again and again, where people just aren't honest. They aren't respectful. They aren't upfront. And so then I decided what I was going to do was send him a message in Shakespearean English. <laughs> and because what better way to troll someone than to use a yeal, a yeal roast? So basically what I sent back to him, I was like, you know, I'm pragmatic. appreciate your concern. I'll miss the sex. The sex was great. Um, you know, and I'll read it verbatim. Okay. It's not in Old English if you just okay. summarize okay. it. Okay. The first paragraph is not in yield, but the second one is. This is what I sent. I said, I'm a pragmatic woman, but I see and appreciate your concern. Certainly, I'll miss the sex, but I can acknowledge that our personalities would not have been viable in the long term. So, I'm so of course, I'm happy for you. This is where it gets good. That was not part of the message. With and only with your blessing. I pray <laughs> God sends my husband to me like a bird in the night, swift as the wind. Certainly, without such, without such exchange... This woman's heart would have been starved from an ego so large it eclipsed her own. Damn. He did not respond to that. At all? No. But, like, how could you? I was not expecting a response. But I do feel like I roasted him pretty hard on that. Can you just, like, imagine one day, like, <laughs> his fiancé or wife opens that, and it's like, who, who's this, you know? Who's, <laughs> who like said this? Some crazy person, some crazy English major that has 15... <laughs> fucking cats which is like halfway me but uh, yeah I don't know I just think I, my whole new thing with dating is like in order to like be sustainable in the dating world it gets so exhausting being rejected and rejecting people mm -hmm. that sounds like annoying to say but like it, it is it is hard to reject people yeah. too like it's all of it's yeah. emotionally draining and so my new thing is like just not taking it all that seriously and just kind of trolling the whole thing a little bit and maybe that's like the gen z in me i'm not for sure but i found it makes it easier and it makes it more enjoyable and like it takes the edge off of it a little bit too mm -hmm. and like you know shakespearean vibes aren't everyone's thing but i think there is something universal about being able to like laugh about it and just say something the way that you want to say it and like just no fucks to give about the way they're going to receive it or if they think you're weird or whatever because you're just doing it for yourself 
Yeah, Alex and I were talking about this the other day a little bit because we were talking about in the past, you know, men that we've been in the process of breaking it off with, we feel like so invested in their feelings about it and even like are trying to like talk them through like how they feel about the breakup and oh what should they do after this to feel better like that kind of stuff so I love what you're saying you know that's on that person to figure out how they're gonna process that and move forward and the only thing that you can do is be honest and you did it in a respectful way, but you also had some fun with it. Yeah. I mean, that's not hurtful. Nothing you said was hurtful. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, and it's also, I'm, I've been trying to be more of, like, taking, like, if someone says something to me that I find offensive, like, I found the message that he sent me offensive. Mm-hmm. I found some of the ways that he treated me offensive. And so if I think that about you, if I think you're an asshole or you're an ego because you've done things to me to make you think that, I'm going to stand up for myself and say it. Which is, like, basically what I said in my message. And I don't know if he, like, actually spent the time trying to, like, figure out what I was saying. <laughs> he probably just saw it and deleted it, which is fine, too. But that just goes back to what you said. It's not for them. It's for you and, like, knowing mm-hmm. you stood up to yourself. And none of that is dependent on their reaction yeah. to yeah. what you're saying. And it's not being mean. No. Like, I feel like people will love to say, oh, women are mean yes. when they voice that they're not comfortable with something or something isn't acceptable to them it's like no women are just saying this is my standard if you can't match that energy we can't be together wish you the best yeah it's not mean unless someone's actually being malicious yeah of course That's <laughs> you a know but just like saying what you need from someone or saying that you're gonna move on or taking you know a rejection and and saying how you feel about it it's not mean it's honesty and you can be honest in a respectful way totally yeah did you ever uh continue with the victorian texting oh I, I will i mean this was recent this is a recent development in my approach to dating but like i totally will because I think that it's really funny and it makes me laugh Love anna loves you. the regency i and- do and like Disclaimer, none of this is coming out of nowhere. My friends and I love to have like Shakespearean themed parties, which is kind of weird, but that's why it was on my mind. Yeah. Was because of that. And like you found a way to make it more fun for you. you exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah. Power and poetry. Can we talk a little bit? I mean, you were speaking about how it, dating can become exhausting. Is it hard to keep dating after being rejected or having to reject people a lot? Because that is tiring, mm-hmm. too. I, I think it is. I don't, what do you guys think? I find it really hard because then I feel like I'm not prepared to, like, receive other people in a way that is genuine and that's, mm-hmm. like, fair to them and to me. Mm-hmm. When you're still potentially hung up on somebody else or getting over somebody else. Yeah, I I have a hard time connecting with people romantically, which I think is something we've talked about. So I was rejected. I mean, I've been dating people for two years now. I was rejected once by the man that told me we were anatomically incompatible. The rest of them, I've rejected. And then I start to get frustrated with myself because I'm like, why am I not connecting mm-hmm. with any of these guys? And that is what makes me tired being like, when am I going to 
feel like I have a connection with someone. For sure. I think that's not on you, though. I know you can be frustrated at yourself, but I think it's like, when are you going to find the right tier of man that is like, you know, up to your standards? That's a good point. Yeah. The not hot and horrible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look for somebody who's, you know, who has a desk job who doesn't work out. Yeah. Abs are, you know, abs equal audacity. I feel like I have to date someone that works out though because it's just (laughs) such a big part of my life. Okay. I will say though, I don't like usually date guys that are like have abs or anything. Yeah. And like, I know like the stereotype of hot and horrible is like the men that Emily sees, but they come in other forms. Like Mm. there's like the alt indie Hot and horrible. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, explain that more because you know I don't have a lot of romantic interactions I know with you those don't. kind of men. I'm confused too. Oh my gosh. Okay, it's because my type is a little different than y'all's yeah. types. But it's just like, you know, someone who is still, like I would think is hot. Like they have like some cool hair. Like maybe they have some really like cool like artsy tattoos. They've got, like, some cool clothes on, like, some cool, like, baggy utility pants. And... East Nashville boys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can say, say that because I'm an East Nashville girl, so. They have a sweet vintage hat. It's, like, one of those vibes. You know, like Emily, yeah. Emily, I wish y'all could see Emily's face right now because like, she looks. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, the. Best friends. Good friends. Good I'm... friends. <laughs> I know this is, like, verging onto that meme where it's, like. The gentrification meme that's like, yeah. it shows like, <laughs> like the person with like wearing the Carhartt. It's like the millennial in the Carhartt. And it's like when this comes into your neighborhood, yeah. prices of homes are going <laughs> to trifold <laughs> increase. It's not quite that because that is totally a meme, but it's like, it's like what inspired that. And you think like, oh, they're a little alt. They're a little weird. They can't be that bad because they're not mainstream, but like they are always just as bad like they're full of themselves Mm. they have that um that snowflake complex i would say Mm. more than like the traditional hot and horrible have and that's dangerous like i'm unique i'm unique i'm so woke i'm such a feminist i like like i'm so smart i'm so informed i know everything so all my opinions are valid it comes off as pretentious exactly yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, hot and horrible can manifest in a lot of different it ways. Does. Because on the last episode, we were talking about how we all find different things attractive, and you think those men are sexy. Yeah. yeah, no one is immune from hot and horrible. True, and like Andre and I have said this whole time, like anyone can be hot and horrible at any given moment. Like I've been hot and horrible. Andre's been hot and yeah. horrible. <laughs> Anna, you've probably, Alex is shaking her head. She's like, hell yeah, I've been hot and horrible. But I mean, it's what you do after you've been hot and horrible, exactly. right? It's like, are you saying, hey, I messed up there. This is how I'm gonna learn from that and do better next time. Or is it just like, oh, I don't really care. Like, this is working for me. I'm just going to keep not being honest with people or misrepresenting Mm. how I feel. Mm -hmm. Anna, thank you so much for being our first guest. I am so honored to be your first guest. This was so much fun. Seriously, thank you so, so much. Where can people find you on social media? Oh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Anna underscore Luttrell. That's A-N-N-A underscore L-U-T-T-R-E-L-L. Um, I post a lot of pictures of food in my cat, Sapphire. So so slide into those DMs if you're interested. Yeah, slide into my DMs and I'll, I'll cook you some food if you look cute. 
Anna's virtual lair. That's what she calls it. <laughs> yeah, my virtual That's lair. That's the bio. And where do we find you, Emily? At Sherwood Emily. You can find me at Andre Country Life slash Andre Country. And uh, you can find our podcast at... At Hot and Horrible Pod. Boom. Boom. Thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. Y'all, rate us five stars. Yes, rate Anna five stars because she was awesome and she was our first guest. I was nervous, but y'all are awesome and made me feel comfortable and I love this podcast. Yay. Everyone Th- follow, subscribe, like, Thanks, add, Anna. share. Thank you. Thanks, friends and lovers. Have a good week. Bye.